a presentation of Sports Talk Radio. It's this man. It's the compassion. It's the it's the dignity. It's the wisdom. It's the it's the horse sense of the guy. You know what? This is crap. We're gonna stop this. I can't stand it. Run it again. Huddle up and run it again. We're rolling now. <laughs> I think so. Microphones are on. Marker eight ten go. The Eggies. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. The Jazz. High schools. Also's gonna take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes a move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non-sports sports. Wife carrying. I beg your pardon? It's the full court press with Eric Franson and AJ Selvison. Because what you're really saying when you're using all this blabberish is, AJ, you were right and I was wrong. That's what I'm hearing from you. 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Happy Monday. Eric France and Ajay Salveson with you here on the Full Court Press. 1069 FM, 1390 AM on your radio dial. 1069 The Fan on your mobile app. And 1069thefan.com on your desktop or laptop or whatever. <laughs> uh, you can also listen to our past shows and find those on our website or wherever you subscribe to podcasts. Just find the Full Court Press, search for my name or Ajay's name, and you'll find us. And uh, today, wow, a lot to get through over a busy weekend, the NFL. Uh, we talked about all chalk last Friday, and it was anything but that except for one game. And even that game was a thriller with a highly debatable finish uh, with the Utah Jazz. Finally found out how to play defense but and maybe even be forced to play more small ball, but just quite not enough uh, in, uh, in San Francisco against the Warriors. And then there's some makeup games for Utah State that was announced today, at least one. More makeup games announced in the Mountain West Conference. And the uh, latest RPI rankings out for high school hoops. You can find that on CashValleyDaily.com. Ajay, a lot to cover today. And as always, we invite you to participate and uh, and chime in on the topics of the day. 435-339-0321. That's the number of our Guild Mortgage text line. Um, I kind of feel like the NFL weekend has been on a lot of people's mind, and that's probably what I've been asked about the most over this uh, over the weekend and today around the water cooler, if you so to speak. Um, a lot of upsets, and which made it fun. I mean, last week there were a lot of blowouts, and they weren't really that entertaining. But my gosh, every game was decided by one score this weekend. That was probably the best playoff football in one day that we've ever seen in NFL history. Like, if you're Roger Goodell, you are gleeing happy all over the office. You're buying the office donuts today. You're buying them all coffees. You're, I mean, you are, you're buying everybody, you know, uh, a little bit of a gift today in the NFL offices because you are happy. Um, that could not have worked out any better 
for for the NFL. Like it was trending on Twitter everywhere. It was trending on social media everywhere. Everybody, like even people who don't watch football, were probably sitting at people's houses for dinner watching football and couldn't take their eyes off of the TV. Some of the best football, no, excuse me, the best playoff football day I have ever seen in my entire life. Never seen anything like that again. Two walk-off field goals. He had an overtime finish. Yeah, the other game was really, really I mean, decided by a field goal. Um, wow. Wow. Are you? And then it also begs a question for some of the teams that lost. Were these the last games? Did we witness the last game for Aaron Rodgers in a Green Bay uniform? Or Tom Did Brady. Did we witness the last yeah. game for Tom Brady in, in an NFL uniform? Yep. Period. Yep. Yep. That's a great conversation to have. 9952 text into the show. Does AJ still think Josh Allen sucks? He won that game twice. Josh Allen played, I mean, he balled out. He was phenomenal. And throughout the playoffs, nine touchdowns, no picks. You don't get better than that. You honestly just can't get better than Josh Allen, what he did. He just happened to play a good Kansas City team inside Arrowhead. That's just, and but you know what? They're going to be doing it again. Those two teams will see each other in the AFC champion, and that's the other unfortunate part. That was the Bills and Chiefs in the divisional round. That was a divisional round game. <laughs> Honestly, I like know. what? That's like getting Ridgeline and Skyview in the first round of the boys' basketball tournament, which could happen as well. By the way. That is just so unfortunate. That's that's the that's the bad news. That's the we are the losers of if there's any kind of a loser in that in that whole thing, it's us as fans because that game's not the AFC championship game. That yeah, was a that, heck of a that, ball game. That's true, and I've already seen some people saying, you know, the Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes is the new Tom Brady versus I'm not ready to go there. Uh, Eli yet. Manning. Not Eli Manning. Peyton Manning. Manning. <laughs> yeah, the uh, Tom Brady versus Eli Manning thing did not go well for one guy. Um, <laughs> this little one-sided. But but we – man, I I could not have been more happy for just – for for all those teams to be a part of that fun, fun playoff week. I know you had losers and winners in it, but in the end, dude, that was about as good as football as you get. Going back uh, – oh, sorry, 5-3-3, Eric texted in, hey, Aaron – we own you. We own you. Sign the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, how would it be to be considered a Hall of Fame quarterback and not lose once, not twice, not three times, but four times to the same team in the playoffs? Not even the Super Bowl. In the playoffs. Divisional round, championship game, divisional round, divisional round again. Nuts. That San Francisco is... Green Bay's kryptonite. It, it it's it's Aaron Rodgers' kryptonite. That offense and people are going to blame the defense. That offense or blame the special teams. The offense was atrocious. The offense was horrible. Now, did the special teams give up ten points? Yes. But how about you? Let how about your quarterback, who is a MVP candidate, Eric? Get yourself out of the backyard of your own end zone. I mean, come on. Don't blame the special teams. Blame Aaron Rodgers. He's the problem. Well, that San Francisco defense was great. Yeah, last, really good. You know, the weekend before, and Two they weeks. were great again this week. Um, America's hero. I, I don't know why they, they keep putting the microphone in front of Jimmy Garoppolo. He's because not doing he's hot. Anything. He's handsome. He's the best looking dude on the team. <laughs> 
I just love how they he's like and then they show his numbers and they look horrible. Yeah. And then they took him off immediately. <laughs> they put him on and they took him off. They're like, wait, no, 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 not that. Not that. Yeah, why don't why don't they talk to Nick Bosa? Oh yeah. Fred Warner. Yeah. Bosa uh, had two sacks. Uh, the, the defense was great. But again, you're an MVP candidate. Figure it out. People are going to cream Tom Brady, but guess what? Tom Brady scored 27 points and then watch his defense leave their best receiver open. So, I mean, Tom Brady's got that to rely on. Aaron Rodgers is like, well, we just couldn't move the ball down the field. I mean, their third down conversion rate was just atrocious. And they had a couple really dumb calls, too. Um, That's just... that's and, cr- and beating a team, a quarterback who had... No wins in uh, with kickoff temperature below forty degrees. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, come on, man! It was how incredible so was that? Five three three. At least I didn't trip him. Signed Grayson Outwell. You mean at least I didn't grab the guy's wrist and do a WWE move on him, flip him over on on his head? Yeah, that was a dumb move by Grayson. Dumb broke, move. Broke his wrist, right? Yeah, yeah, he fractured his wrist. Well, and then the Milwaukee Bucks were like, we're really, we disagree with the one-game suspension. We don't agree with it. Disappoint- right, it should be more. Are you serious, Milwaukee? You got one guy whose wrist is busted, and he won't be able to play oh. for months. Meanwhile, Grayson Allen misses one, one game. One game. Unbelievable. 6-2-9-4. I love Josh Allen's game. However, if he has to continue to run as he does to keep teams in games, it's not going to end well. You know, I am shocked he didn't get lit up a couple of times because, I mean, he's running right in the middle of the field, and that's where you don't want to be running. You want to be running towards the sideline. And he's running in, like in the middle of the teeth of the defense. Takes one big hit from a safety, a linebacker coming full speed, and it's sayonara for Josh. And you got a backup coming in, and maybe it's a different game. I'd like to see Josh get down more. I'd like to see him run towards the sideline more. But, yeah, again, I thought he was great last night, kept his team in it. Had a chance to win it, and your defense kind of let up for you. There's a stat about that game. I think I'm going to hold off to use till tomorrow. Tomorrow, stat of the day. That blew our mind. Yeah. But what a battle. Allen threw for 329 yards, four touchdowns. He rushed for 68 yards. Uh, Mahomes threw for 378 yards and three touchdowns. He rushed for 69 yards and one touchdown. I mean, what a battle between two great, great quarterbacks. Yeah. Again, they're not done yet. They'll see each other again. That's that that thing's gonna keep going. Nine nine five two. Uh watching Robbie Gold kicking field goals during the Packer player intro was priceless. Did you see that? No, I so I, the, I missed that. The Packers were introducing their players and so you line up right. Robbie Gold's like fetch with this, puts his place kicking thing down and starts kicking field goals over the players. Honestly, he's he's kicking field goals right over the player introductions of the Packers. <laughs> I mean, that tells you how confident that guy was. And I and I love what Joe Burrow said last night in the press conference that Robbie Gold was sitting there warming up his leg, warming up kicks, and then looks at the uh, looks at the team as he's leaving to go onto the field and says, "Well, I guess we're going to the uh, AFC Championship." That's cool. That's cool. Uh, let's see here. Five four five two says Grayson Allen. Should not play until Caruso can play again. Allen has always been a dirty player going back to his Duke days. Yep, there's a history there. I know, and that's look, that's always been a weird weird deal where somebody can get hurt and can be out for months on end, and somebody, the, the instigator, gets a, uh, a small 
time away from the game in comparison. But if you start doing kind of a eye for an eye kind of a thing, uh, does anybody play any defense? Yeah, I, I think you don't. I'm it, with it you. takes away the cheap shot stuff. But sometimes just accidents happen. That wasn't an accident. You, you can go up and challenge a guy to block a shot, and all of a sudden he gets off balance and he falls down, and you know who knows what. Could yeah, happen. and see, but, and, and I, I, but I agree. Jay, I, what Grayson Allen did was not an accident. Well, and, and players can see reason for intent. Like they can see if a guy's trying to go up and block a shot, and, and the guy's the floor hard, they're not going to turn around, and look at the opposing player, and be like, "You jerk." No, it's 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 going to be, you know, if a guy goes and does what Grayson Allen did. Then you're going to have issues. And I'm sure he wasn't intending to have him break his wrist, but he was causing. You can't a, do that. Yeah, in a game like, do you, you know what? At you're that a point, professional basketball player, yeah. you've been playing a professional and even uh, high level organized basketball for a long time. You know what happens when a guy gets up in the air and yeah. leaves his. Feet. Well, I mean, if you want to take a charge, that's fine. But I mean, just if if you can't get there, he got he he's going to get the two points. Uh, zero three six six. Josh Allen doesn't have to run; he chooses to run. Take his running game away, and the Bills are mediocre. He was a leading rusher yeah. for the Bills. Do you blame Josh on that, or do they just cannot get the running game going? How he, how is the quarterback? Mahomes is a leading rusher for the the Chiefs too, though. What did the uh, Chiefs, uh, Mahomes ran for 69. Clyde Edwards, he, nice. there, he ran for 60. But for the Bills, Josh Allen rushed for 68. And then Devin Singletary, 26 yards on 10 carries. I uh, and, and Do you know what bothers me the most is... Well, I mean, we got so many topics to hit. And we, we hadn't even really dove into the Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady thing. But we'll get to that in a little bit. I want our listeners, let's talk listeners, let's have a conversation. And it's probably going to get very volatile in here, but that's fine. That's what this show's about. Eric, and to our listeners, and to you, Eric, because I know where you stand on this, the NFL overtime is where it is now is the best way to compete in the NFL. Do not change overtime. Keep it as it is. Leave it as it is. It is fine. You had 13 seconds to stop Patrick Mahomes from getting into field goal range when he's at his own 25-yard line. And you morons are drifting off 20 yards deep. You're sending four rushers when you didn't even need the four guys to be rushing because he has to get rid of the ball hurry. Well, I mean quickly, hurry. Has to get ready to the ball. Hurry! Uh, <laughs> but you gave Patrick Mahomes how many yards to get in a field goal range? The it's not. Don't blame George Washington the silver coin. Blame your pathetic defense. You can't get a stop with 13 seconds left. The overtime did not cost the Bills this game. I totally disagree. Look, it, the game is decided by the flip of the coin. No, it comes it's to not. the overtime. You don't blame George it's just Washington. whomever. Oh my whomever God. gets the ball, you blame the referee who's going to win the, the game. You blame the referee who flipped the coin and say, "Oh, it's your fault." You flipped it on heads. You look at these the history of the NFL in overtime with this current rule as it is. The team that wins the coin toss, vast majority of the time, they win the game. 
And just Josh Allen, as hot as he was, never had a chance to counter what what Mahomes did in overtime. That does. That's because your defense couldn't get a stop. That, that that you need. Come on, this is the NFL. You don't need. If if you want to blame anybody, blame the Bills defense. They had just as much of a chance as the Chiefs' offense did to win that ball game. You get three stops or four stops, you win the ball game. Because all you have to do is go down and kick a field goal, and you win it. You had just a yeah, just as much of a chance. That's bull crap. But even if it wasn't that scenario with the 13 seconds, and yes, that, that was uh, some poor decision making on how they did the kickoff. Period. Squib it, run off clock, make it tough for them where they're positioned. But yes, their defense should have shown up and done a little better job at the end of regulation. But still, I don't like that. Whomever wins the coin toss is going to win the game. Hmm. Give an equal no, opportunity that, that, for no, both offenses. That mean, that, you, it doesn't mean you're going to win the game. You're not guaranteed to win the game because you Vast win the coin majority toss. majority of the time, whomever wins the coin toss wins the game. Eric, you're not guaranteed to win the game. There's no guarantee to win the game. You flip a coin, you get the ball, you still have to score. You, it's not like, all right, Chiefs win the coin toss, Chiefs win the ball game. Game over, everybody. Come on. You need equal opportunity? Jeez, Louise. Uh, 9-9-5-2. The OT rules suck. The Bills blew it, yes, but that's two different issues. 2-1-2-2. Text in. Uh, OT and NFL is fine. Can you imagine if they went back and forth multiple times and then the winner has to play the Bengals on less rest, having played 10, 20, 30 minutes more of football in overtime? 5-6-6-2. NFL rules cater to the offense. So easy to drive down the field in a two-minute situation. Bills defense should have covered better. That's true. But a coin toss shouldn't be that influential in a playoff win. Bills D should have done better, but Josh Allen and the offense should have had a chance. They did have a chance. And they and they succeeded on their chance. They scored a touchdown. I, you just I just you're not guaranteed to win a ball game because of a coin flip. Let's stop it with no, that. No, guaranteed. I didn't say guaranteed, but the the odds of winning in overtime far outseed uh, or exceed those, uh, if you win the coin toss, your chances of winning far exceed that if you don't win the coin Guess toss. Guess what? The Bills had a 99.9% chance of winning when they scored with 13 seconds left. So the probability of the Bills winning looked pretty darn good to me. <laughs> and you know what? They still lost. So don't give me the probability crap either. 2-1-2-2. I believe the Saints won the coin toss in the overtime in the NFC Championship game and didn't score and the Rams did to win. 9952 since 2012 teams that win the coin toss in overtime are 10 and 1. Okay, but now that you can't just kick a field goal to tie it, you have to score a touchdown. I don't know when that rule was inserted into overtime. Hold them to a field goal. If they score points, hold them to a field goal. You have a chance to either tie it or go, you know, win it with a touchdown. You have just as much of a chance as the other team does. You just got to do your job, and the Bills didn't but, do their job. In, they lost. In college football, we have rule. We have a system that allows both teams an opportunity. You have a 
you don't really have the clock like you do in the NFL. The overtime is dumb because now we're going six, seven, eight, nine more overtimes. You want to go nine more overtimes? If it's a great game, man, let them no, it gets it boring. Out. It gets boring. No, no it doesn't get boring. Yes, it does too. It, everybody gets, it gets sick exciting. of it. Exciting. Nobody would. Nobody would enjoy watching pe- when these more two teams points going more overtime. Nobody when is wants to see boring? seven more overtimes of football. Nobody. Nobody wanted to watch Penn State in Illinois going to six overtimes of football. People were getting mad. That's the dumbest thing. No, you got one overtime. Scoring is you not play boring. You 15 minutes of football. Let him duke it out. First one to score wins it. It's sudden death. Hey, well, Eric, well, let me ask you this. In soccer, do you want him, if a team scores a goal, do you want him to go to the other side? Oh, wait, it's a shootout. Never mind. Forget that yeah, idea. They oh, have no, an, they no, have a system. No, <laughs> no don't. See, forget. Wait, I said we that. we have a field goal kickoff? I don't know. It's just. It's I understand so bad. player safety and taking it too long, and yet some way of deciding the game definitively. I just look. If you're going to go to extra time, we in college we provide opportunities. You just you had such a great player in Josh Allen, who couldn't be stopped, and he didn't even give a chance. Oh my gosh! He, he, didn't, he didn't have he an opportunity. He got to a win an OT. Every, he got a chance in regulation, and their defense couldn't finish the job with 13 seconds left. He had a chance. He succeeded on his chance. His defense just let him down. That's football. It happens. Like, I... (laughs) Here's what Josh Allen had to say about not getting to touch the ball. Oh, my gosh. In overtime. Here we go. The rules are what they are, and I can't complain about that because if it was the other way around, um, you know, we'd be be celebrating too. So, um, it is what it is at this point. Okay, okay. Remember two years ago, was it two or three years ago when the Patriots played the Kansas City Chiefs in overtime? Patriots ended up winning on the opening drive. Chiefs Chiefs were very salty about it and whiny because they wanted to be able to touch the ball, and then they went out and tried to put out this rule to get approved. It got denied. And now, guess what? They won on the first drive. And you know what one of the Chiefs players said? Yeah, I love the rules as they are. It gives us a chance. You know, it gives you a, a fair chance on both sides of the ball. Oh, my gosh. Guess whose attitude just flipped like that, who had just lost in the AFC Championship game like three years ago, and now won it on a ironically opposite circumstance. Like, come on. If it works in your favor, you love it. If it doesn't, you hate it. That's okay. Yeah, true. 5452. Audrey, Eric is right. You, If you win the coin toss the vast majority of the time you win the game, period. Agree. The Bills D blew it. See? You guys are like, oh, yeah, look, I agree with Eric, but the Bills defense blew it. Okay, which one is it? We can talk about fundamentally rules, and then we can talk about how a team executed. I think those are very different discussion topics. The Bills did not execute on defense. Fundamentally, the overtime rules need to be changed. I'm not a Bills fan. I'm not pulling for one team over another. It's not like I'm a Josh Allen over Patrick Mahomes guy. I just I wanted more football. I wanted an opportunity for this guy and his offense the way they were playing to give them a chance to counter, and then we never saw it. That's the dumbest the game just thing magically I've ever heard. ended. It's we have over. time on That's the clock, right. no. but it just magically ends. It's over. If a team scores, okay, so when they play sudden death in soccer and a team scores a goal. Should the other team be able to, even though there's time on the clock, should the other team be able to go back and try to score a goal oh, themselves? Is that how it should be? Because the other team scored a goal, but there's still time on the clock. 
So let the other team have a chance to try and score a goal now. I, come on. It works differently in soccer. Oh, oh see, there we go. More fluid. Here we go. 2787. Aj is right. In fact, the defense should have held them with the 13 seconds left. But I've never liked the overtime in the NFL. I think you do not get a true winner with how it is now. If Buffalo would have had the chance, they would have drove right down and scored two. Overtime should be the same way it is in college. You don't know if Buffalo would have scored. But you don't, don't know. You don't even know. We were never exactly. given that chance. Exactly. We were never given the opportunity know. to see you, how they would have you done. You have no idea. Uh, 8798. That is literally the dumbest thing I've ever heard AJ say, and he said a lot of dumb things. <laughs> Nine nine five two. What was dumb about the Penn State Illinois game was they're forced. Ooh, do 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 do. Was they're forced to go for two points? Why is NFL different than college? Soccer doesn't play sudden death overtime. The full amount of extra time is played even if a team scores. Is it? I thought there was sudden death in soccer. Um, no, I don't know. I'll be honest, I don't know. Aj, at the, uh, that level, I don't know. Four four seven four text in. Aj, out of curiosity, is your blood pressure typically sky high? No, it's actually very good. I tested it myself. Here, here's how the game-winning touchdown played out on one hundred six five. The Wolf uh, and for uh, Kansas City. We heard it. Great broadcasts here on the fan over the weekend. Oh yeah. This was the hometown broadcast of the Kansas City game on Sunday. 36-36 tie in overtime. Chiefs first down and goal to go. Mahomes looks to throw it. Pump faking right side. He wants it. A comeback cut. It is caught by Kelsey. Touchdown, Kansas City. One of the greatest duos in the history of the National Football League. Patrick Mahomes to Travis Kelsey on a push fake comeback. And the That's a great call. That's a wonderful, that's an awesome call. By the way, I thought Kevin Kluger, uh, Kevin Harlan, and those guys did a great job on their broadcast, respectively. Kurt Warner was also in the booth. Terrell Davis did one. I thought those guys were awesome. The broadcasts were great. Oh, they were fun. Uh, awesome to have them on our station, Eric. Five six six two. The way that game was going last night, whatever team was on defense first was going to lose. Either offense was unstoppable in those last few mo- uh, minutes. Josh Allen's chances, RJ, were decided by a coin flip. Patrick Mahomes had an extra chance if you want to go that way. Mahomes would have had a chance because his defense would have failed him, too. All about the coin flip. And you can't use the soccer uh, as your argument, AJ. You could care less about this sport. Oh, I love soccer. <laughs> I love soccer. I used to be a soccer guy. But here's the thing. Is that uh, whatever team was on defense first was going to lose? That's probably some truth to that. The way that both offenses were rolling, however that coin would have landed on the ground, whoever was going to be on defense, they were going to lose the game. Automatically, we we, we assume that. Just automatically. the way things were played out in the last two minutes of the game. Eric, when did you learn from yesterday's games to just trust the way the things played out in the last two minutes of a football game? Did you forget watching Dallas and San Francisco? Did you forget watching San Francisco and Green Bay? Did you forget the Bengals game? Did you forget the Tampa Bay-LA Rams game? Just because something's playing out like something doesn't mean that there's going to be a twist at the end. The Bills had a chance to stop the Chiefs and couldn't get the job done. That's not You don't blame George Washington in the air flying up and left and right. No, I blame Roger Goodell. You blame you 
he didn't flip the coin. He didn't no, play defense. He, but he instituted the system. He he didn't institute the system. He agreed the upon system. the system. Uh, Eric, the NFL overtime rule was before Roger Goodell was commissioner. Hello. They weren't no, like he has the power to say if it should continue or if they it had change. a vote three so years he ago. Owned, he owns when the, the responsibility. Put, Eric, the Chiefs put out a vote three years ago. After they lost, ironically, to Tom Brady on that opening drive and said, hold on, we want to change the rules. And you know what the answer was? By the league, no. Not by Roger Goodell, by the league. That includes the Buffalo owner who was like, oh, I like these rules. And then all of a sudden he was like, change the rules. This is horrible. Come on. Zero one one three. There were 25 points scored in the last two minutes of regulation in that game. Both defenses were exhausted. By that point, trying to stop those offenses. 4086. Oh, brother. You guys sound like you're arguing over a candy bar. Well, if we were, I'd win it because I'd just take it from them. Plain and simple, overtime rules suck. (laughs) Uh, Let's continue the discussion and get your feedback on it. 435-339-0321. That wasn't the only exciting finish of the weekend. We'll talk about some of those other ones. Jazz are playing tonight against the Phoenix Suns. Uh, Who will and won't be available? It's a nightly question for Utah Tough matchup last night against uh, Golden State. No just, one's going to be available tonight because no one shows up and plays anymore. Couldn't quite get it done. Faithfully, the, uh, the Quinn defense. Does, Snyder doesn't even show up. Defense finally showed up. No, nobody showed Not up. Not enough offense. Ready to go bear for three. We'll talk about that coming up next in the Full Court Press. Advanced Heating and AC, the gold medal winner in the best of Northern Utah, is teaming up with Carrier Heating and Cooling. Carrier provides you with the best furnace units available. And now is the best time to buy a new unit before the weather turns Cash Valley cold. Financing options are available. Turn to the experts at Advanced Heating and AC and Carrier. Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning at 752-7272. Stop by at their showroom west of DI. Online, advancedheating-ac.com. Cash Valley Bank's newest branch is now open in Preston. I'm Lance Zollinger, and I'm excited to announce Cash Valley Bank is now open inside Stokes Marketplace. If you're an existing customer, you'll love the convenience. If you're not a customer, we'd love to have you open a new account with us, or even talk with us about a loan for your farm or business. Cash Valley Bank, a community bank where decisions are still made locally, now open in Preston. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. The best high school basketball in the state is being played in Northern Utah. And every Region 11 high school basketball team is broadcast on local radio and now video streaming on CashValleyDaily.com. All the games are covered on air and online with a dedicated broadcast crew for each school. Listen or watch the exciting action of every game. And after the game is over, go back and watch it again. All the details are available right now on CashValleyDaily.com. High School Hoops, the biggest games of the week. Cubex has extended their biggest special ever. Become a Cubex member and get your first two months for free. Then pay their lowest price ever, only $15 per month with no contract. You'll receive the Cubex Nutritional Guide eBook for free, a $30 value. Work out at Cubex with their virtual trainers in private, sanitized environments with no concerns, distractions, or comparisons. Achieve your goals at Cubex Fitness in Logan. This offer ends January 29th, $75 cancellation fee at time of cancellation. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Welcome back to the Full Court Press. Eric Franson and Scoring is Boring. Ajay Salveson. What, 2787. 
you can't automatically assume the team that is on defense will always lose, but history sure shows that there is that there is 90% chance of losing. You cannot argue with history, Ajay. Well, okay, that's true. The history says, and it favors, that the offense will score first. But you know what? Hey, history says, Eric, that Patrick Mahomes has never lost to Joe Burrow. So, you know what? Let's skip the game, and let's just send Patrick Mahomes to the Super Bowl. What do you think? Should we do that? I mean, because because Patrick Mahomes has never lost to, to Joe Burrow. Let's... Let's just send Patrick Mahomes in. Uh, his record versus the Bengals is like, what, 7-1? Hold on. That's like a 99% chance he's going to win. Sorry. So, you know what? Forget the game. Let's just send Mahomes to the Super Bowl. Because that's what history says. History says, Eric, the Chiefs are going to go to the Super Bowl. So you let him play it out and decide it no, on the no, field. No, 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 no. We don't need to. Yes, we do. No, 90% That's chance. That's my point. 90% is that you need to let them play on the field to decide. They, they just send them to the Super Bowl. According to StatHead uh, database, there have been a little over 160 overtime games under the current NFL system of, of overtime. That okay. includes a postseason. Mm-hmm. The team that got the ball first, this actually surprises me. The team that got the ball first has won 52% of the time. I'll be honest, I thought it was a greater percentage than that. The team that kicked off has won 42% of the time. It's a little bit closer than uh, many of you people think. Yes. That's the current system in place since 2011. Okay, what was the biggest shocker to you? What game shocked you the most in the end result? Uh, Bengals. Bengals over the Titans. Uh, I... Joe Burrow, he's a gunslinger, he's a gamer, he's got confidence. That's a young team that doesn't know any better. But the Titans, there's a lot of veterans on that team that should know and rise to the occasion and feel the moment. But I'm I'm surprised that the Titans didn't play as any better than they did. That Bengals defense as good as they did. To hold hold Tennessee in check. Whose kick was more exciting to win it? The Bengals' 52-yarder, who guy who hadn't missed all day, or Robbie Gold in the snow at Lambeau Field. Which kick were you like that? This, this, this before he kicked it. This is this one isn't going to go in. There's no way he makes this. Uh, well, I be honest, I didn't pay much close attention in real time to Cincinnati and Tennessee as oh, much as I man. did to. Green Bay and San Francisco. And, so. and and here's the other part is Mike Vrabel had that timeout to spend to ice him. Like as soon as the holder shows his hands to call for the snap, you're screaming timeout. Screaming it. Make him rethink that kick. I thought Robbie Gould was impressive. Is impressive. He's 19 and 19 in the playoffs. I mean, now he's a former Bears kicker. Nine nine five two actually text in Eric Gold played at Green Bay, so him making it was expected. We played at Chicago, and uh, I just yeah, I so impressed. Nineteen of nineteen in the postseason. That is that impressive. is clutch, Eric, and he did it at Lambeau. By the way, Lambeau is like Lambeau's becoming Vivint Smart Home Arena. <laughs> it is not intimidating <laughs> at all for teams to go in there and whip your butt anymore. It used to be an intimidating place. Especially this time of year. Oh, yeah. Oh, this time of the year? Like, that huge home field. Michael game. Vick went in there and took the those curtains down and undressed Lambeau. 
My, when Michael Vick went in there and beat the Green Bay Packers, Brett Favre and that crew, people weren't scared to go in there anymore. And now Aaron Rodgers is 0-4 versus the Packers. And what is he, 5-4 and in the playoffs in the last, like, 10 years or something? Uh, Evan McPherson, he's the kicker for uh, Cincinnati. He's been a perfect 8-for-8 eight eight in these playoffs. At a 43-yarder in their win over Las Vegas and the 54-yarder in their victory over Tennessee for the longest in the game. How awesome was that, dude? And, by the way, both those kicks were straight down the pipe. Like, weren't even – I mean, it wasn't a guessing game. It was there. Awesome, awesome clutch kicking. You know, for me, Eric, um, the surprise for me was the way the Rams beat Tampa Bay. Being up 20-3, to 27-10 to – and then, they, I mean, they just fell apart, right? I mean, they just absolutely fell apart. But they, I, but for Tom Brady, and I don't blame Tom Brady for the loss. I blame the fact that Chris Godwin's out with an ACL. Antonio Brown went berserk. Um, they, they, he had a receiving core that was the best in the NFL, and he lost his three top receivers, his three top targets. So then he's throwing to Gronk and this guy and trying to find other guys to to trust, and it's hard. Um, and uh, give credit to the Rams' defense. I thought they were really, really good. They just beat up Tom yeah. all day long. They, they've been great in the postseason. Tom got an unsportsmanlike uh, conduct penalty, first of his career. Uh, here's what – so one of the things we talked about is which is more likely to happen? Who is more likely to leave their team and be done? Tom Brady? Or Aaron Rodgers. Now, Tom Brady could be done. Done. Period. Yep. Aaron Rodgers could be. He still has years to play. Mm-hmm. Um, but look, Tom Brady, the way he played this year, had phenomenal numbers. That's the thing is he that he looks did, like he could still play for. A he few didn't more have years. a drop off. That's that, and that is that's the thing is that he did not have a drop off, and he still played out of this world. Here's what he had to say after the game, in regards to his future at Tampa Bay, or period, in the NFL. I haven't put a lot of thought into it, so you know, we'll just take it day by day and see, kind of see where we're at. Why do people... Okay, why do reporters ask those guys those questions? They just lost a football game. Hey, are you going to retire? I don't know. I just got my butt handed to by Aaron Donald and the Rams. Can I, can I think about that game first, and then I'll get back to you in about a month? Uh, we have like a, a nine-month off season, so can I just, you know, get out of here first? Maybe take off my uniform, put in my PJs, have a glass of wine, and watch the Bills game. Why do? Why are the media, some media, so dumb? But don't you, you, you have to ask. No, that you don't. Question. No, you don't, because you know the answer from Tom Brady. No, you don't. You have to hear it from. You have to. What do you mean? Have him put, get it on tape. Okay, so you're gonna hear him say six words. I don't know. I'll have to think about it. We'll take it day by day. Okay, 12 words. Because, man, you really got a lot out of that answer, didn't you? I bet you were just like, Can you imagine oh, if the game would have transpired? Here it is. His last press conference here in front of the media at the end of the regular season, end of the postseason, and nobody asked him? Wait, what? Can you imagine if nobody asked him? Because you don't know the answer. So don't ask him. That's why you ask. No, he doesn't know the answer either. You know he doesn't you don't know. know that. Yeah. Tom Brady, all, all, he's, oh yeah, I just got beat by the Rams. Hey, by the way, guys, 
you know, Aaron Donald made my lip bleed. I'm going to call it a career. It's been fun. Uh, I hope I make the Hall of Fame. Not sure if I will or won't, but we'll see. Uh, peace out. TB12 out. Like that, I mean, come on. You know his answer. Why do you ask him that? Aaron Rodgers. Now, Aaron Rodgers was a little bit more detailed, Eric. I found his, you know, he's like, I don't want to be part of a rebuild. I suck too bad to be part of a rebuild team. I'm not good enough. That's what he should have said. <laughs> By the way, 8410 text in. Let's educate AJ again. Oh, I love being educated. In soccer, at the end of regulation, if there is still a tie, the, game's, uh, the game goes to a shootout where both teams get an opportunity to score. If it is still tied at the end of the shootout, then a game goes to sudden death where they alternate shots. Then the first team to score and the other team not score wins the game. Wait, what? So it's still it's just a, an advancement of the shootout. So wait, help me here, 8410. So if it is still tied at the end of the shootout, the game goes to sudden death. Where they still in a shootout format. Oh, so first one to score wins. I'm place kicking. Uh, by the way, here's Aaron Rodgers, his comments that you alluded to, that he doesn't want to be part of a rebuild. Oh, listen to this. At, uh, thinking about his future. So why would anybody ask Aaron Rodgers after the game? We because have Aaron Rodgers has have a got big, this, uh, this opinion. Because Aaron Rodgers has a big mouth. You know, so many guys' contracts are, are up or on the brink or salary cap stuff. So a lot of decisions to be made. I don't want to be a part of a rebuild uh, if, you know, if I'm – Gonna keep playing, so uh, a lot of decisions, you know, in the next couple of months. All right, you don't want to be part of a rebuild. I get it. Where are you gonna go? Where are you gonna go? That's not gonna be part of a rebuild. Baltimore Denver. has a quarterback in, Le- in Lamar Jackson. The Rams Denver. have a quarterback in Matthew Stanford. Denver's a rebuild. Mm. They've got a lot of stuff that they've already been putting in place. Like what? Wide receivers, a defense, an offensive line. They just need a. They need a quarterback. That that's that's the key is they get a quarterback. They need a quarterback. Look at the difference with Tampa Bay when Jameis Winston left and Tom Brady showed up. They had everything else in place. They just needed a quarterback. Yeah, but they the talent that they had was unreal. The talent they had was like. I mean, what are we talking here, Eric? Antonio Brown, uh, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Rob Gronkowski. Well, though Brown, Leonard Gronkowski, as a running running. Those back. guys came with Brady. They weren't there before. That's what I'm saying, though. Is that like they they brought those guys in? I mean, and it's still like you don't think up, Denver could do something similar? Aaron Rodgers is coming to town. I don't think a lot of players want to play in Denver. Players want to go to Las Vegas, Tampa Bay. Um. L.A. play for the Rams. Why would anybody go to, to Green Bay? How what? does Green Bay hold on to anybody? Green Bay doesn't hold on to anybody. They've held on to a lot of guys for a long time. I wouldn't say that. They've lost a lot of guys. So why do you think he keeps begging for a receiver in the first round? Hey, we got a slew of text here, Eric. 9952, it was a coin flip if Brady retires. 50-50. <laughs> well, I would say he's... Comes down to the coin. <laughs> 2409. All of you guys trying to educate objects should realize that it's an impossible task. Oh, I'm in, you know, I'm a teachable dude. I'm a teachable dude. I just didn't know soccer had three shootouts. That just, it's unreal. What are you doing? 3331. If Buffalo makes KC field the ball on the kickoff, 
They win the game in regulation. Again, smarts, brains, IQ. Yeah, I agree. The kickoff was bad, too. 5-4-5-2. Five, five, Denver is not a rebuild, just missing a quarterback. Wide receiver core is legit. Running back is legit. D is good. No quarterback since Manning. Yeah. Okay, so <sighs> Green Bay, is. if they sign everybody back, Eric, they are $29 million over the cap. $29 million. Not going to work. Got to let some people go. Yep. I would imagine that uh, Devontae Adams, is it, right, of mm-hmm. Green Bay? I think he goes elsewhere. Is his contract expiring? Uh, I'd have to look, but I believe I, I it is. I don't, I don't know who No, I think it is. It is. Help isn't. me here, listeners, if it is. But Devontae Adams, I think, would end up – I think he'd be great in KC, by the way. KC could take that talent and just, oh, oh be incredible. Follow Aaron to, to Denver. I don't – the wide receivers that are already there is good. Yeah, they're good. Um, I, Aaron, I think I think it's like really real possible destination is Denver. Since you think it's not a rebuild, we'll say Denver. But I mean, does Las Vegas trade Derek Carr and try to get rid of some assets to get uh, Aaron Rodgers to come to Las Vegas? Mm. What teams would give up who are on the fringe of being? from good to great in the playoffs, and say, yes, Aaron Rodgers would give us that push. Las Vegas is one of them. You think Denver's one of those? Um, I don't think he wants to go to Tennessee. I mean, if they, I mean, they would get rid of Tannehill. And you got a running game in Tennessee, and you've got decent receivers in Tennessee. Rodgers would be great there. But, yeah, I... Hmm. And Tom Brady is the other... I mean... Guys, 45? 44. 44 years old. You have seven Super Bowls, six with one team, went to a new team and won another. It's a pretty great career. And now he's got the Brady brand. He's got TB12 that's taken off. 994, right? He says Miami Dolphins. No. Why not? That's They did, They need a quarterback. They're, that's a rebuild. You have a new coach, new staff. No. No way. Six, yeah, that is true. Six two nine four. Concerning the Kansas City game, couldn't Kansas City just fair catch the ball and no time comes off the clock, and the scenario still plays out the same? I'm pretty sure they could have. Y- yeah, yes. they could have done the, the hands. They just um, fair catch it. No time goes off. That's true. And you get the ball at the twenty or twenty five. Still, no, it depends on where you, where the ball comes out. If it's behind the twenty five, the oh move yeah it up. yeah 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 okay. Nine nine four eight. Denver has a new coach and staff. Also, uh, let's see here. Six five four three. What if Brady retired and Rodgers goes to Tampa? That would be funny. That would be hilarious. That'd be so Bruce Arenas too. Two six four eight. What about the Saints? Saints. Mm. Rodgers to New Orleans. Wow. Do they have the talent though? Two six four eight. Yeah, Does the good. Saints they have, have the that defense? talent? They have the defense. I don't know oh, if they've yeah. got wide receiver But offensively, do they have what you want there? I, I mean, what, they have Michael Thomas, I believe. Hey, we're well overdue for a timeout. Continue to get the texts and your reactions, 435-339-0321. Uh, coming up, we need to talk about the Utah Jazz. There's a scheduling thing for Utah State. A makeup game has been scheduled now for USU. When is that coming up? It's going to be a really big home stretch. We'll tell you what that looks like. And pick six. Who won pick six this past weekend? We'll recap it all coming up on the Full Court Press. 
It's the perfect time to get rid of that old wood stove or put an insert in that old fireplace because the state of Utah's wood stove and fireplace changeout program is back. Advanced Fireplace and Stove says let the government foot the bill up to $3,800 towards your new heat and glow gas insert or fireplace or Vermont casting stove. Do you live in Idaho? No worries. Idaho's changeout program is in full swing. They can assist in the Idaho wood changeout too. Advanced Fireplace and Stove, 435-753-3734 or at advancedfireplaceandstove.com. Ascent Aesthetics is a premier aesthetic practice. Doctors Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette of Cache Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat are proud to offer you a professional aesthetics team. The Ascent team is passionate about education, best techniques, products, procedures, and services. If you're looking for help with Botox, fillers, microneedling, laser hair removal, medical-grade facials, or skincare, Ascent will help you feel confident, beautiful, and refreshed. See which Ascent service is right for you and learn more at AscentAesthetics.com. That's AscentAesthetics.com. The new year isn't the only thing we're celebrating here at Alpine Home Medical. This year marks our 25th anniversary, and we couldn't be happier to serve you. Hi, I'm Jay Broadbent. If you haven't shopped with us, we'd love for you to make us your one-stop shop for any of your home medical needs. They're always changing, so please don't hesitate to stop by any of our 10 locations throughout Utah and southern Idaho. Or online at alpinehomemedical.com. Hi, this is Bob Larson with LSS Insurance. Are you confused by TV commercials telling you all that you're missing from your Medicare coverage? These national ads are offered by people you will never hear from again and are only interested in selling you something. Let us answer your questions and show you in detail your Medicare options. We're your local agent here to help throughout the year. Please call 752-9493. Why not take advantage of every benefit available? Come see us or call 752-9493. This is Dave Simmons for Les Olson Company. Every great team knows that you have to train to stay on top of your game. Even top players continue to practice the fundamentals. That's why Les Olson Company offers free IT security awareness training so your business can stop threats before they become a problem. Learn what to do in case of a suspected phishing attack. Don't take risks. Take action with the Les Olson Security Suite. Get your free network assessment at lesolson.com. Are you ready for Valentine's kisses and wishes? It's time to make your Valentine's Day reservation for the Sweethearts Buffet at the Riverwoods Conference Center on Saturday, February 12th. Experience a fun night of live music and a delicious selection of carving station entrees that include garlic rosemary prime rib, terry smoked pork loin, and herb roasted turkey. It wouldn't be Valentine's without a decadent dessert bar filled with all your favorite dreamy sweets. Now as for the kisses, better make your reservation today. Riverwoods Conference Center. Call 750-5151. 5151. The Aggies, Jazz, High Schools, even the Pee Wee's T-Ball team. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, The Fan. Wow, what an exciting weekend in the NFL. One exciting finish after the other. Each game decided by one possession. Phenomenal. Nuts. Hey, 6294 says, if you fair catch in the NFL, you still get it at the 25, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah they would have just... Yeah, I would have just way more in there, fair caught it, and take it to the 25. Now, squib kick it, it's different, isn't it? Like, help me out here, uh, 6294. If you squib kick it, you can't fair catch a squib, right? Yeah, once it crosses 10 yards, it's a live ball. Yeah, I would have squibbed it. 
Um, nine nine four eight says Rogers will end up going to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now that's Ben leaves. You go to Pittsburgh. Ooh, that could be good because they've got talent offensively. Two seven eight seven. Maybe we'll get lucky and Aaron Rodgers will decide to quit playing and then we won't have to listen to him whine anymore. <laughs> and you get Jordan Love to start. Jordan Love will not be the starter. If Aaron leaves right now, Jordan Love will not be a day one starter. You don't think so? I don't think so. They're going to find somebody else to come in to be the new quarterback. I think Jordan will be the backup. They'll probably gain some favor and some confidence in being the backup, but I don't think he'll be the starter. Yeah, I just I don't think so. Hmm. Yeah, uh, it was a fun. It was a fun weekend, though. It, you heard um, you heard Josh Allen talk about the overtime rules. Patrick Mahomes on the huh. overtime rules. Yeah, I mean, uh, it worked out well for us this time. But uh, it's it, it sometimes it, it, whenever you got two teams going back and forth like you're going, um, it kind of stinks that you don't get to see the other guy go. But uh, I'll take the win this time. Obviously, it hurt me last time. Um, and uh, you all you can do is play the rules the way that the rules are rules are explained, and that's what we did today. Huh? Really? So you, you know he doesn't like it because I remember two years ago you were like, "Man, you know, I wish the rules were a little bit different so we could have a chance to have the ball in a great game like that." I don't think his so, attitude has changed. So it has because now it's like, "Oh well, you know, you have to play it, you know, and it is what it is, and you know, we're happy to come out in the end of that." Give me a break. Interesting tone of voice change there, Patrick. <laughs> Dude, his brother and his and his brother's girlfriend. The Bengals need to beat the Chiefs so we don't have to see Jax Mahomes and, her, and his girlfriend anymore. Uh, we said it was an exciting weekend. Uh, we played some of the finishes. This is another one. This was the uh, Rams and their uh, game-winning field goal. Matt Gay with four seconds on the clock will attempt a 30-yard field goal from the left hash. Hits it with the right foot. Kick on its way. It is through. It is good. Matt Gay brings it home. Los Angeles will host the NFC Championship game next Sunday at SoFi Stadium. That's cool. How cool is that? Former Utah Ute sending the Rams to the AFC Championship, and he was formerly of the Bucks. <laughs> turns around and beats him. That was good. What a great weekend for the NFL. Uh, did we just get spoiled? Have we seen the best of the playoffs in this past weekend? Yeah. Yep, I would agree. I hope not. Uh, here's the game-winning field goal for the 49ers in their game in Green Bay. And Robbie Gold to kick the 49ers to the NFC title game. We'll try to win it here from 45. Pepper snap. Is a little high pulled on by Wisnowski. Robbie Gold has it away, and it is good! Robbie Gold has kicked the 49ers to victory here in Green Bay. He sounds exhausted. <laughs> uh, yeah. Can we do one more? Sure, why not? Who do we got? Uh, uh, how about the um, the Bengals? Oh, yeah. Let's do them. McPherson ready from 52 yards away. 
Clark Harris will snap it back to Kevin Huber for the win. The snap, the put down, the swing of the right leg. Yeah, baby. It's on its way. Yeah, it is yeah. good. Yeah. Coffin nails. Bam, bam, bam. That is unbelievable. Okay, as a color analyst, your job is to shut up. <laughs> like, let the, like, <laughs> if you're a play-by-play guy on that, you're, you're PO'd. Like, that's my call. And then you're all like, bam, 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 yeah, <laughs> banana hammock. I can't, dude, shut up. Let the guy call the play. Uh, hey, Napa Auto Parts, locally owned, five locations from Preston to Providence. Always the best prices on the best parts, and they sponsor Dan Patrick, Above Ed- the Noise. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. We've seen some great quarterback rivalries throughout the years. Peyton Manning versus Tom Brady, Steve Young versus Troy Aikman. It's a list that goes on and on and on. But this weekend's matchup between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills could feature the NFL's next great quarterback matchup, Patrick Mahomes, one of the most talented passers in recent memory, and his Chiefs are looking to make the Super Bowl for the third consecutive year. That shouldn't concern the Bills. Buffalo has their own star QB in Josh Allen and they've already defeated Kansas City once this year. Despite that win, the Bills are probably still thinking about revenge. The Chiefs ended Buffalo's season in the AFC title game last year. Sunday will provide Allen the opportunity to return that favor. We don't know what the outcome will be this weekend, but it's probably a safe assumption this won't be the last time that these quarterbacks will face off in the postseason. But for now, let's just enjoy their latest matchup this weekend. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. And now, a message from Discover about real rewards. If you're a loyal credit card customer, you should be rewarded for your loyalty, preferably with something that you actually want and something that you can actually use, something like cashback match. Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year automatically, dollar for dollar, because when it comes to rewards, you can't go wrong with cash back. Finally, rewards that make sense. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations to apply. Remember all those big dreams you used to have and then life made other plans? With a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van, it's time to bring those dreams back. Start your own business or commit to van life with a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van. Now, you could win the Mercedes-Benz Sprinter Mode 4x4 that we have. Enter the Dan Patrick Show Ultimate Camping Rig Sweepstakes. To enter, get official rules. Visit danpatrick.com or foxsportsradio.com. Have to do it by February 2nd. Winter weather means your car is working harder. Get the parts to make your car run its best from your locally owned Napa Auto Parts stores. Receive a $20 rebate on the purchase of any Napa Legend battery. A 16-ounce can of seafoam mortar treatment, $7.99. A gate mouth tool bag, $5.99. And stock up on Blue Heat Ice Melt, 50-pound bag, $10. Always the best prices on the best parts at your five locally owned Preston to Providence Napa Auto Parts. Napa This is Jay with Daryl's Appliance. What happens when an appliance breaks down and the cost of the repair is more than the appliance value? You're stuck with a service call charge at most places, not at Daryl's. With our exclusive Under One Roof Loyalty Program, we discount the service call diagnostic charge when you decide to buy new from us instead of the repair. That's the Daryl's difference because service always comes first. Daryl's West on Airport Road, open until 6 p.m. on weekdays at 5 on Saturday. The home for Sports Talk Radio, KLGN Logan, 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. We are Fox Sports. And here's...
here's what you need to know. The NFL coaching roundtable continues with 28 teams already into their offseason. The Saints could be in the market as well. As their owner, Gail Benson, tells local media she does not know about head coach Sean Payton's future in New Orleans. The Broncos narrowed their search to three finalists, Dallas defensive coordinator Dan Quinn, Packers offensive coordinator Nathaniel Hackett, and Rams offensive coordinator Kevin O'Connell. Heading into the AFC Championship game, the Chiefs not fully sure of the status of safety Tyron Matthew. He is in the NFL's concussion protocol. They did make a decision at receiver, waving troubled whiteout Josh Gordon. The NFL Network reporting that the competition committee will consider a change to the league's overtime rules this offseason. Four games tonight in the NBA. One starts this hour with the Knicks at Cleveland at 9 Eastern. Utah's at Phoenix. The Jazz have lost seven of their last nine and enter tonight without Rudy Gobert and Mike Conley. I'm Ralph Irvin. A presentation of Sports Talk Radio. It's this man. It's the compassion. It's the it's the dignity. It's the wisdom. It's the it's the horse sense of the guy. You know what? This is crap. We're gonna stop this. I can't stand it. Run it again. Huddle up and run it again. We're rolling now. <laughs> I think so. Microphones are on. Marker eight ten go. The Eggies. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. The Jazz. Schools. Also going to take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non-sports sports. Wife carrying. I beg your pardon? It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvison. Because what you're really saying when you're using all this blabberish is, A.J., you were right and I was wrong. That's what I'm hearing from you. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Hey, what's up, everybody? Eric France and Ajay Salveson with you here on a Monday. Thanks for tuning in, being part of the broadcast. 435-339-0321 to join us on the Guild Mortgage text line. A lot of texts last hour. Keep them rolling. Oh, yeah. They were bringing awesome. bringing them in, debating the overtime rule in the NFL. 9952 texting, Eric. Early line says Casey favored by seven, Rams favored by three and a half. Initial picks? Initially, right now as we speak... I'm taking KC in the seven, but I'm taking who do the Rams got again? 49ers. That's developed into a nice. I'll take the Rams, but the 49ers cover. Wow. Three and a half? Yeah. The spread, and you think they cover? Yeah. Doesn't leave a lot of room. Nope. Uh, In previous times that they have met. Uh, let's see. The Rams lost to San Francisco in San Francisco, thirty-one to ten, and the Rams lost to San Francisco just a few weeks ago in Los Angeles in overtime, twenty-seven to twenty-four. Third time's the charm for the Rams. Tough to beat a good team three times. Eric, Aaron Rodgers can't beat. The 49ers. <laughs> That's true. Four times. But in one season, I mean, one, they blew them out. The other, it was an overtime game just a few weeks ago, January 9th. You're right. It is very difficult. I wouldn't rule them out, though. I would not rule them out. 9948 
says, please tell me you two are pulling for the Bengals to win it all. As a huge Bears fan, you always have to root for the underdog. Oh, I'm yeah, I- I'd love to see Joe Burrow win it all. That would be so cool. Well, San Francisco's basically been playing a, a an NFL playoff mentality for a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, two weeks before the playoffs started, really. Yeah. Uh, what's see, 9952 says, Casey and Niners outright. That's who he's taken. Like it. 1570. I would love to see Cincinnati in the 49ers. If it ends up Kansas City and the Rams, I'll probably not watch the Super Bowl. See, if it's Kansas City, I'm not going to watch. I just, You're I don't. You're not going to watch the no, Super Bowl. No. You're going to watch no matter who it is. No, I won't. Yes, I, you No, because I'm, I'm sick of seeing Patrick Mahomes. Get off your high horse. No, I'm not going to watch high horse. it is. I'll watch the Batman Dark Knight Marathon. I'll go through all three movies of that, and it'll cover the six hours of football. You'll put together your little square game. I'm not going to play no stupid You're going to watch the game. No, I'm not doing that. You're going to be cheering for Patrick okay, Mahomes. Okay, you know what? Here. You'll be cheering I, against Patrick Mahomes. Okay. that's more likely. Do you know what I'm going to do? I will. Okay, I'll do it this, Eric. If I, if Kansas City's in the Super Bowl versus the Rams, I will promise you I will not watch one minute of the game. Wow. I will, I'll take photos and text them to you of the Dark Knight series, the trilogy. I'll watch that. And I will have no way of knowing if that's in real time. What do you mean if it's not You'll in like real time? You'll take those pictures like the day before <laughs> and then send them to me like you're watching them right I'm now. Not, I'll, set up my, I'll set up my Super Bowl would-be snacks and save them for the, the movie marathon real time. What, do you want me to FaceTime you? That would be more verifiable. Actually, you know what? That would be more. You won't answer it. If I FaceTime you, you ain't going to answer. ain't stupid. <laughs> 8003. I'm hoping for Bengals versus Rams. If it's Bengals and anybody else, I'm watching. Absolutely watching. Don't we want a repeat of uh, back the early in the 80s? Niners and Bengals? Yeah. Uh, man. Joe Montana, to- Boomer Esiason. Dude, they went at it twice, right? Yeah. Back to, yeah. Twice they went at it. Yeah, that that was good football. Oh man, that's good stuff. Two seven eight seven, and AJ says he's a true sports fan. I am. I'm just sick of seeing Patrick Mahomes because you know, you know. Wait, come on. You no. can't. This is the guy, the Tom Brady lover. Yes. Come on. How are you not sick of seeing Tom Brady all those years? Because I'm a Tom Brady lover. Oh, because he was there. Nobody wanted to watch Tom Brady when he was in the Super Bowl. I didn't get offended. I was like, well, all right, you enjoy the Care Bears, all right, and watch your stuff. 2197, watch the NFL Super Bowl preview commercial, obviously going to be KC versus LA. (laughs) (laughs) Those are the features a lot of players from those teams. (laughs) Yeah. 1570, what happens if the Niners win the Super Bowl? Do they keep Garoppolo or go to Trey Lance? Now, this is an interesting question because the Niners gave – Trey Lance a look and it didn't look great and they said okay well look Jimmy Garoppolo is not as not as athletic as Trey Lance he doesn't have a better arm than Trey Lance his his running numbers are worse than Trey Lance but he gives you experience and he gives you been there done that and he gives you good IQ those are the three king gear ingredients that they needed out of Jimmy Garoppolo in that NFC champ or in that NFC divisional game versus Green Bay, uh, I'm terrible with names, okay. remembering names. Okay, uh, Baltimore Ravens, Lamar Jackson, the Ray Lewis era, Trent Dilfer. 
is Jimmy Garoppolo, Trent Dilfer. A game manager? He's we, he's there. Takes He's part of the team that goes to the Super Bowl. This would be his second trip to the Super Bowl with this team. But that team's success is mostly because of their defense and other things, not because of Jimmy G. Well, Jimmy G got him there. Look, Well, he was the quarterback, Did he? but did he get them there? Yes, yes, he got them there. Isn't the strength of the defense that's really through these playoffs so far? Sure, but you still got to put up points. You still got to get points. Joe Flacco, that's another good example. Thank Joe Flacco is a great one of Jimmy Garoppolo. Well, he, well, you know what? Actually, no. Joe Flacco is better than Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay, I still remember when the Ravens were up 28-14 in the AFC Championship game in 2014. And all 28 points, I think, if I'm not mistaken, came courtesy of Joe Flacco versus that vaunted Daryl Revis led defensive backfield. That was a really, uh, yeah, that was a really, really good defensive team from the Patriots. And Joe Flacco torched him. Joe Flacco had his way in 2010 when he beat him in the wild card game at New England. Why Joe Flacco is much, much better than Jimmy Garoppolo. Playoff Joe Flacco versus playoff Garoppolo. One five seven zero. What happens? Oh, sorry, we already went to that one. Um. But yeah, I'm. Yeah, two one nine seven says I usually always watch the Super Bowl, hoping to see villains like Tom Brady lose. So would you watch to see? Is, so is, who's the villain? Yeah, I was gonna say who's the is it is it Patrick Mahomes? He's the villain, right? Because it's it's not Matthew Stafford who's never been there. It's not Joe Burrow who's never been there. <laughs> it's not yeah, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. It's Patrick Mahomes. Is it Nick Bosa? No, Nick Bosa is not the villain. What the heck is your problem? Fred Warner, he's the villain. Oh, well, for us, yes. <laughs> us locally, yes. Boy, has he turned out to be something, though. Fred Warner, best linebacker. In the- is he better than Bobby Wagner? Right now? Yes. Uh, I don't know. I'd say yes. I think yes. it's close. I'd say yes. I think I, I give, still think it's close, but I'd say yes. I think I give Wagner the edge. Wagner's great. He's been phenomenal. I think still at his age in the NFL, I still give him the edge. Uh four 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 six. Hell no. <laughs> well, I just what Fred Warner is able to cover in ground and I mean is phenomenal. I, I Fred Warner is a phenomenal football player. Nine nine four eight. Don't count out Joe Cool Burrow this weekend. That and that's the thing is everyone said the Bengals were done. When Eric, when we went into this game this past weekend on a Friday, you and I said it was over. Yeah, true. No way, no how. And Joe Burrow pulled it off. Yeah, uh, he had some comments about that. Um with me. While you're looking at it, 2197 says Eli Manning, Cam Newton, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. Those have been my villains. Really? Eli Manning? Wow. Hey, uh, 2197, you may have answered this question before. What's your team? Because you have Eli Manning, Cam Newton, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. So it's got to be an NFC guy, right? Who is your team? Was it the Bears? Oh, it's the Rams. Oh, yeah. Eli Manning's your villain, huh? Interesting. I can see Cam Newton. I can see Tom Brady. I can see Aaron Rodgers. Eli Manning, though. 
Yeah, uh, here's what Joe Burrow had to say saying the, after the, their win. Mm-hmm. said he's tired of being called the underdog. Okay. I'm tired of the underdog narrative. We're a really, really good team. We're here to, we're here to make noise, and you know, teams are going to have to pay attention to us. We're, like I said, a really good team with really good players and coaches, and we're, we're coming for it all. I love the mentality. I, me too. And by the way, that defense came to play. I thought the defense was. I thought that whole team was just phenomenal. Really, really cool to see the Bengals this far since 1988. <laughs> awesome. Been a long time. Two one nine. Long time. Or sorry, nine nine three eight. Text in says I always confuse Joe Flacco and Shane Falco. <laughs> Shane Falco. <laughs> Shane Falco. Hey, that guy could not win in college. All right, could not win a game in college. Got blown out in the Sugar Bowl against Florida State. Didn't show up in that game. Gets his chance in the pros, starts slow, was lacking leadership, and then you kind of felt him, you know, almost like he was getting out of quicksand, and he was starting to make plays. He was getting his feet out of the quicksand, (laughs) starting to make plays, and then he gave his kicker a chance. His kicker had, you know, been on some off-field troubles, you know, and then then the best part is he went to his favorite guy for the game-winning touchdown. He went to his favorite guy. I don't even remember what his name is, but man, he ran a great route. Yeah. He was his guy. 2197. By villain, I mean players I don't root for. Not that they are really villains. No. No. Eli Manning's really a villain. No. Eli Manning is a literal villain. He's not a villain. Yes, he is. And so is Aaron Rodgers. He wears polo shirts with little sweater vests. Aaron Rodgers. You like it because it's the same outfit you wear, Eric. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Eli Manning and Aaron Rodgers are the main villains. Are they real villains? Hey, by the way, speaking of villains right now, John Stockton. I don't know if i call him a villain. I think he's, uh, he's been a little misguided and he's holding to it. He is loopy. He's... He is saying He's some really crazy right things, now. man. Really crazy things right now. And so Gonzaga, they have a policy because of current infection rates going on in their community that you have to wear a mask to come in to watch the Gonzaga men's basketball team yeah. play. And John Stockton, he's a season ticket holder. He's a proud alum. He wants to go see these games, but he's not wearing a mask. He's a real anti-vaxxer. Uh, he's been very critical of... Some of the approaches to uh, COVID and the response have uh, been very vocal about some things, and a lot of it's scientifically unfounded. And so Gonzaga's like, you got to wear a mask or you can't come in. And so they just finally revoked his season tickets for the year because he's refusing to follow the, the, the arena mandate. Dude, he, and he said the conversation was cordial but not pleasant. Like Stockton, man, those are the rules. You got to follow him. Look, this isn't a debate about whether masks should be allowed or not. The it's the institution has made a rule, and if you want if you want to go see the games, these are the rules that you have to abide by to go watch the game, so that these games can still happen with fans. And John Stockton has chosen Def- a different yeah, path. Fetch with that. Yeah. So Gonzaga is like, okay, well, this is. This is the result. These are the consequences. You can choose what you want, but this is the consequence. Do you think the Jazz would allow him into the building? Right now, everybody has to wear a mask in the Vivint. Yeah. So the Jazz would say, no, John, you need to wear a mask before you can come in and sit down. 
2197. Stockton is not all right in the head. He could play the Irish guy in Braveheart right now. <laughs> I haven't seen Braveheart in years. I need to figure out who that was. Irish guy was a little kooky. Yeah. 9952. Stockton is a few fries short of a Happy Meal. He's kind of acting like it lately. In 1570, in his defense, there isn't a lot of evidence that proves the vaccine is keeping people from getting sick or spreading it. And the mask isn't, and the mask doesn't have a lot of science behind it either. They overturned the mask mandate at Vivint also. All they did. Well, I know they overturned the mask mandate for Salt Lake County, but I don't know if that applies to Vivint. I haven't heard Actually, that. Actually, you know what? I saw I and find out on Wednesday when I go down to the game. Andy Larson, that's right. Andy Larson tweeted it out. That is correct. Yeah. That they you're no longer required to wear a mask. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I'll have one with me just in case. Yeah. You never know if you're going to be sitting next to that drunk guy who's spewing all over oh, you. Oh, gosh, please, no. Oh, if you do, will you please take a photo for me? Uh, speaking of the Jazz, they do play tonight. We'll have that here on the fan. They're in Phoenix to take on the Suns, and they turn around and host the Suns on Wednesday. Um, the game tonight is on NBA TV, but uh, it, it's it's a it's a surprise every day who is and who isn't available for the Jazz on any given night. So here who is here's who is not available tonight for the Jazz: Mike Connolly. Since they played last night, he will not play tonight. Rudy Gobert left calf strain. I hope that's not anything too serious. But a calf strain, if there was a tear, he could be out for a longer period of time. That's not something you mess around with. Donovan Mitchell is still out in concussion protocol. Uh, players who are questionable, who will we might know within the next little bit if they're going to be available or not, but Boyan Bogdanovich... Uh, he got hit in the leg, in his knee, but that's not the reason why he's questionable. He's got left finger strain. Joe Ingles is questionable because of a right ankle sprain. And Royce O'Neal is questionable because of right knee tendinitis. Now, who wasn't on the list was Hassan Whiteside. He's been out for a little while, but he is expected to be available. Last night, I felt like the Jazz came together as a team defensively for the first time in a couple of weeks, it just they weren't able to do enough offensively. Certainly, not having Rudy Gobert available in the last uh, in the last little bit hurt because he was having a great game. He was the most impactful player on the court for the Jazz. Um, Twelve points, eighteen boards, three assists, and a steal. Uh, Bogey had a great game. Hit the three pointer under a minute to go to get it to be a tie game. And uh, had a good look to win the game at the end, and then Royce had that tip in that just wouldn't roll in. But look, Royce O'Neal, his offense has totally evaporated and disappeared. I get it that he has the most important defensive Listen assignment. To you, but you got to give the Jazz something. Eric, what what do you think I've been saying for the past? I don't know, two years. What do you mean his offense evaporated and disappeared? Eric, he never had he usually, an offense. He no. usually gives the Jazz something. What is he? He gives him like five points. The last couple of nights, the last couple of games, he has put up zero points. Eric, he gives you five points at best. He's never had an offense. And here you always defend him. You always defend him. You're always, well, he's going the best defensive player guy. And uh, that, that really matters. because he's Look at this. Steph Curry only put up 36 instead of 41. Well, guess what, Eric? He's Sucks at offense, and now you finally see it, and you're like, hey, where's his offense at? 
Give me a break. I, I'm going to chuck this marker at you. <laughs> I'm so angry at you right now. <laughs> I swear. I thought you'd be thanking me. No. I'm ticked because you're being hypocritical. <laughs> He's never had an offense. Uh, Rudy Gay was fantastic off the bench, and he needed to be. The Jazz had to go small. And through some of these injuries in COVID, they've been forced to try to deal with a small lineup. And it has not always worked well. But we've having more time here where they've been forced to do it, and it's starting to become a little bit more familiar with them with Rudy Gay playing that position. He was a plus 12 off the bench with 16 points and five boards. They're going to need more of it tonight. Um, Hassan Whiteside will be a go. I would assume he'll get the start. I would imagine. But they'll have to go small again with uh, uh, with Rudy Gay. But uh, in anticipation of this uh, showdown tonight in... It's not a showdown, so don't call it that. <laughs> Phoenix. Um, this is what Devin Booker had to say about going up against the Jazz. We know what they're about. You know, We know how well they've played for you know, a, a lot of years consecutively. And, you know, they have winning pedigree, um, as we think we do too. So, you know, I think it's going to be a good competitive matchup. Uh, and then he kind of talked a little bit more about what makes Utah good. <laughs> they have that chemistry. Uh, they have that camaraderie. You know, they have that, that team aspect that, you know, not many teams in this league have um, where they find ways to win every night, you know, and they mesh really well together in that regard. And, you know, they've, they've been experienced. They've been in playoffs together. So they've been in tough, tight games and, you know, understand every game's not out of reach. And, you know, you play all the way through. So, you know, it's going to be 48 minutes of, of competition tonight. And the Phoenix Suns are favored by 11. Yeah, uh, 6891 says Jazz lose by plus 15. Jazz lose by 20. I, I don't know if it's going to be that wide of a... It's at Phoenix on the back end of a back-to-back. Yeah. I like how they're... Well, if they can play defensively like they did last night, they'll give themselves a chance. And I think 11 is appropriate. I'm not... I don't think that's absurd. 20, I think, is absurd. 11 to 15 sounds right. 9176, Ajay's Eric impression, spot on. (laughs) (laughs) Serious. Uh, I can't believe you just like totally roasted on Royce O'Neal after a year and a half of me I going after him, and you're like, like I'm not totally him. roasting on him. I just oh, he needs st- more offense. Eric, he's never had an offense. He's never had an offense, not once, never. Yes, he has. No, <laughs> he used to be a featured part of the three point <laughs> aspect oh of the game. Now gosh. he doesn't make anything. What is going on? What is going on? <laughs> Oh, I've, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> what is going on is we need to take a timeout. Yes, please. You're on the full court press. Love to get more of your reactions to what happened over the weekend. Uh, there is a makeup game scheduled for Utah State. We'll tell you when that is, when that's going to be happening on the schedule. And uh, we'll, it, we'll reveal what happened with week, uh, this last weekend's pick six, if I can get the words out of my mouth. That's you won. I can tell by your voice. I don't want to do that's it. That's next on the full court press. This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems. Did you know that Valley Office Systems is a local company with Utah ownership and we are debt-free with 47 years of industry experience? Valley remains your safe and smart choice for document solutions and all things office. Visit valleyofficesystems.com.
Does your employer offer you seven weeks of vacation each year? Do they offer four-day weekends after three 12-hour shifts? If not, you're working at the wrong place. This is Scotty with Homestead Cabinet and Hiram. You heard me right. Seven weeks vacation, four-day weekends, three-day work weeks. Homestead Cabinet and Hiram is the place to be. We need good hard workers who are humble and curious to work in one of the most technologically advanced shops in the nation. If this is you, go to homesteadcabinet.net slash careers and apply today. Winter is upon us, which is the best reason to have a clean and healthy home. This is Daryl with Kim Drive Northern Utah. Let us come and make your carpets, rugs and upholstery and hardwood as clean as it can be. Platinum certified with the Carpet and Rug Institute and Indoor Air Quality Association. Kim Drive's hot carbonation and quick dry times will leave your homes healthy and ready to combat the cold and flu season. We're a company that you can trust. Call Kim Drive of Northern Utah. Kim Drive of Northern Utah. Kim Drive of Northern Utah. 435-752-6100 West Point Dairy Products at Hiram is hiring. West Point Dairy Products has been manufacturing high-quality butter for over 25 years in Cache Valley. They're currently expanding and want you on their growing team. West Point Dairy Products offers competitive wages for entry-level positions starting at $18 per hour, full benefit packages, double time on Sundays, a $2,000 sign-on bonus, and tremendous opportunities for growth. For immediate consideration, call Express Employment Professionals at 435-213-9595. Advanced Heating and AC, the gold medal winner in the best of Northern Utah, is teaming up with Carrier Heating and Cooling. Carrier provides you with the best furnace units available. And now is the best time to buy a new unit before the weather turns Cash Valley cold. Financing options are available. Turn to the experts at Advanced Heating and AC and Carrier. Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning at 752-7272. Stop by their showroom west of DI. Online, advancedheating-ac.com. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Uh, Looks like we've got an update on Boyan Bogdanovich. It's a left ring finger avulsion fracture. It's a fracture? It occur. This is according to Eric Walden, of the Tribune. Says it occurs when a ligament or tendon is pulled off the bone. In this case, it was a ligament. Uh, he can play through it, but he can't bend it, so he'll wear a splint. So he's gonna go back to sucking again. Should heal over the next four to six weeks. Great, we're gonna get playoff bogey where he shoots twenty percent. Uh, he already has the weakest hands in the NBA, and uh, just got worse. He has Doria's hands. Like the the tape is on Boyan. If he drives to the hoop, just take a swipe at the ball because it's coming loose. He 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 does not hang on to it. <sighs> we'll see what happens tonight. We'll have pregame here on the fan with the Utah Jazz Radio Network and David Locke at six fifty. Tip off at seven. Uh, Jay Crowder is out. Um, because he's uh, considered day to day. For the Suns. But uh, Jazz missing a couple of guys. Uh, So here's the update. On those that were questionable. Boyan is out. Joe is out. Royce is out. I guess DeAndre Ayton is out for the Suns. But uh, Rudy Gobert is out. Donovan Mitchell is out. Mike Connolly is out. 
We Jazz lose by this twenty. Will be fun. Jazz lose by twenty. Who do they got on? What you're on the Jazz game wins tonight? Who do they got? That's got to be a national televised game, isn't it? Eight o'clock. Uh, it is an eight o'clock tip off, and I believe that is uh, is that an ESPN? Hang on, we'll show you. Uh, yes, it's ESPN broadcast. Wednesday night, eight p.m. tip off. And they'll probably lose. Oh, they're gonna get killed. I've been the bad luck charm. Yeah, they're gonna get killed. Uh, switching gears, high school hoops. Latest RPI rankings are out. Uh, got those posted on CashValleyDaily.com. No change for the girls. All of them, whatever their ranking w- was uh, a week ago, it's the same ranking today. Not a lot of movement there. It's a zero movement whatsoever. A uh, little bit of movement in the boys' basketball. Uh, Skyview dropping one spot. Ridgeline moving up one spot. And uh, I believe it was Bear River was the other team who dropped uh, a spot. Uh, Mountain Crest had a great game against Skyview. They had that tip-in at the end, and it was a close game throughout. We've talked about this Mountain Crest team. They've been competitive. They just haven't been able to push through and get a victory. Kind of sounds like another team here in the area. Okay, calm Uh, down. But then they finally broke through, and they beat a really good team. Now, they didn't move anywhere in the rankings because that was only their third win all year. But um, it certainly affected Skyview. They dropped a spot. But it was great for uh, for Mountain Crest to get that win. I hadn't realized it had been 16 straight contests that Mountain Crest had lost to Skyview. So big win for them. And that it's, that's an historic rivalry between those two schools. Um, it was fun listening to AJ Knight and John Olson call that game, watching the stream, uh, watching that game as it played out. Ridgeline boys, they won their two games last week, so they've moved up a little bit. Green Canyon is holding steady at number seven in the rankings. Um, so it was a pretty interesting week last week, and we've got some some good ones coming up this week. And tomorrow, uh, Cash Valley Media Group Region 11 Girls Basketball Game of the Week. It'll be Ridgeline versus Bear River. And uh, actually, A.J. Knights will be on the call with uh, Nick Zollinger. It'll be awesome. Awesome. Um Love, I love hearing Dave and Nick. I'm going to be interested to see if Nick's got that same swag, same spice of a personality when he's got to go with AJ. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> Mixture of he'll personalities. Try, he'll probably try to be professional. I want to do a game with Nick so bad. I want to do one so bad with Nick. Because then I would just be like, hey, Nick, why do you yell at me at the YMCA or, or Sports Academy when we play ball? I'm guarding. <laughs> you switch me up on a 6'7 guy. I jump really high to get the rebound. The guy doesn't jump and he gets the rebound, and you yell at me. <laughs> I, I, th- th- I have some air I want to clear with Nick. You need to let me broadcast one game with him so I can just chew him out a little bit, get after him. Mm. We'll see if we can arrange that. There's going to be an open day. That. Hey, Nick's available. Yeah, you know what? Uh, oh, man. Uh, Dallin's going to be broadcasting the game. <laughs> what? Yeah. Hey, uh, five two three two. Not sure why you guys are acting like the Jazz are going to lose because they're bad. It's tough to win when all five starters are out, as well as last year's six man of the year runner up. But but here's the problem: five two four three two is is what I have with the Jazz. Inconsistency, inconsistently bad on defense. Inconsistency that's bad on offense. Inconsistency from the bench. There is nothing consistent about the Jazz right now, other than that they suck. That is the only consistent part about them. In the last month, I feel like. 
Well, it, it's been, yeah, you don't see a consistent output from from player from players game to game. You don't see a consistent output from the team game to game, and that I think that's what's frustrating right now. But I, I've had to walk back my frustrations mm-hmm. because January is just a killer it month is. for <laughs> schedule. And he, everything had hit at the wrong travel. time. Travel, yeah, yeah. You got COVID. Yeah, you got injuries. It's all piling up all at once for this Jazz team. So the real question is, how well will they weather the storm? Will they be better because of it, or will it tear them apart? Five two three two actually echoes your thoughts. He says, and again, tough to be consistent when your regular lineup hasn't played together for a month due to COVID, injuries, etc. Yeah, yeah. So if you're the front office, I think you kind of have to wait this out before you make rash decisions about trades. Because you just don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know what I have. Yeah. But at the same time, if if there are some real inconsistencies from certain players regularly, I think you have to take a long, hard look at what needs to be done to, to address that, and mm. maybe a trade has to happen. And there's trade, still a few I, weeks. I, well, and, and I think a trade does happen. Who do they get out of that? I don't know. Who do they give up? I have no idea. But I think there's it's inevitable. A trade is going to happen for the Utah Jazz. I, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they're look. They are at risk of slipping down to fifth, and they probably will. Um, I mean, they're they're three games ahead of Dallas, but um, look, Golden State's going through a slump. It it happens. We've seen teams with hit with COVID or injuries. It happens. They get hit with these slumps. So, I mean, I like how the Jazz made defensive adjustments on Sunday. Yeah. That's very encouraging to me. Yeah. But is that a one game? Is it one off? Uh, they finally clamped down and played good defense against Detroit on Friday. But they had it was not to the last couple of minutes before they really separated and, and beat Detroit. So. Are they? Is it starting to click? Are they starting to have a little more urgency? And I don't know if we'll get an honest read on that tonight because of the injury situation. Yeah, I don't. I just don't know. Uh, we need to take another quick timeout. When we come back, AJ, let's get into pick six. I don't want to because you won. We'll find out what happened there. But before we do, remind you about Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Now open at six ninety five North Main and Logan. They've got quick, clean. Uh, facilities there. They're, it's easy to get in and out of. And really, that's how it should be when it comes to an oil change. You can stop in today, stop in tomorrow when you've got some time, and um, they'll take care of you. they got several different options and, and services available to you. 695 North Main, that's Valvoline Instant Oil Change. It's the Full Court Press. With Eric Franson, Tanajay Salveson. I will hurt somebody's feelings. That's crazy with none from Florida considering Emmett Smith played there. Tim Tebow, he's one of the greatest college football players ever. Rex, Rex Davis. What? Rex is one of our color guys. Rex Florida, Ryan. Rex Ryan? Is that his name? 9948. Eric, it's Rex freaking Grossman. There we go. Oh, don't even act like you knew who that is. I knew it was Rex something. You don't even know who that is. He was a quarterback. Former Rexy Sex. Weekdays from 4 to 6. 106.9 FM. 1390 AM. The Fan. 
It's the perfect time to get rid of that old wood stove or put an insert in that old fireplace because the state of Utah's wood stove and fireplace changeout program is back. Advanced Fireplace and Stove says let the government foot the bill up to $3,800 towards your new heat and glow gas insert or fireplace or Vermont casting stove. Do you live in Idaho? No worries. Idaho's changeout program is in full swing. They can assist in the Idaho wood changeout too. Advanced Fireplace and Stove, 435-753-3734 or at advancedfireplaceandstove.com. S.E. Needham Jewelers is where Utah gets engaged. Couples throughout the state buy their rings from S.E. Needham Jewelers because of our low prices, extensive ring selection, and extraordinary benefits and services with financing available. Go to seneedham.com to learn more. We have many unique and beautiful engagement rings starting at $500. You'll find affordable engagement rings with our integrity price guarantee. This is why we are where Utah gets engaged. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7. S.E. Needham Jewelers, middle of the block. At the sign of the clock. This is James Stevens with White Pine Funeral Services. We often hear people say, I wish I could use White Pine, but I've already paid for arrangements elsewhere. Know that if you've already pre-planned with a different funeral home, you can still call White Pine. If you are being told you'll lose up to 25% of your money, White Pine will provide a discount equal to any fee for switching. If you have any questions, please stop by for a visit or give us a call. We would love to meet you and explain in more detail. White Pine Funeral Services. The Aggies, the Jazz, the High Schools, the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Full Court Press. Eric France and Ajay Salveson, 106.9 hey. FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. 9952 Jazz were a second half of the season team, historically, which he's right. I expected to see it again when healthy. They do. Like, second half of the season, they just click. And they roll. Uh, yes, that's true. I mean, January is usually when that team comes together and really starts to separate itself. I mean, not happening this year. Yeah, but we didn't see like everything they've lost this year either. Yeah, that's true. It's I mean, this is just this has been so br- toughest part of the like season, and you're losing Gobert like every other week. You're losing Donovan Mitchell for like five straight days. Conley's out. They just had so many issues here in January. It's not been nice to them. No, no, not at all. But look, yeah, I, I, they, everybody was praising the Jazz and how good they were a year ago with their record. But uh, when it came to April and May, it wasn't there because uh, they they tried so hard to keep and maintain that number one spot that caused them issues in the playoffs. I'd rather them go through their troubles now and fine tune it and playing their playing their best basketball later and not be burned out. But uh, still, a lot of basketball left to be played. Uh, let's find out what happened with our pick six over the weekend. It let's did, it did talk about some basketball. It did talk about some football. A little bit of everything in there. So six things that we thought might happen this weekend. <clears throat> we go through and score it and see how well we or how close we got and who won. We haven't done this in a little while. Some of us haven't been around as much to be able to do that. So it wouldn't be fair if I just did it alone. I'll just say that. <laughs> You're picking your own. You're buying yourself your own gifts. Yeah, like I won. And go, go get yourself a marshmallow pie and treat yourself. <laughs> That's right. All right, number one. 
Cade Cunningham points versus Utah. This is for the Detroit Pistons uh, at the Jazz on uh, Friday this last week. And the line was set at 22.5 points. Uh, I took the over. Ajay, you took the under. He had 25 points, actually. So that's one for me. Uh, USU three-point shooting percentage versus Boise State. This was for Thursday night. And the line was set at 24.5. They actually shot 22.2%. Ajay, you took the under. I took the over. So now we're one and one. Um, ooh, I missed one. That I was supposed to. Are you uh, serious? Do here. Hang on, Eric. You have one job. We're we're doing as we go. You have one job. Okay. Who would have more rushing yards, Mahomes or Allen? Um, I said Allen. You said Mahomes, and it was Mahomes by a yard. One yard was the difference there. Okay, so you got two. I've got one. Uh, Tom Brady passing yards. You set the line at 185 and a half. Well, he obliterated that. He threw for 329. We both took the over. Uh, Rodgers turnovers versus San Francisco. You set the line at 0.5. I took the under. You took the over. He didn't throw any turnovers. He didn't fumble the ball either. So it was a big zero. So I got that one. So now it's tied 3-3. Coming down to our last one, Ajay. Uh, Quesada points. This was against Wyoming, correct? Yes. And the line was set at 12 and a half? It's Quezada, by the way. Quezada. Sorry. About color quesadilla. And she scored 17. We both took the over. So we're tied. Comes down to the tiebreaker, which we just picked a winner. Who would win? Buffalo or Kansas City? I picked Buffalo, and you picked Kansas City. Congratulations, IJ. You won. Came down to the tiebreaker. Came down to a tiebreaker. And, dude, you had first choice on that. Yeah, so you know what? Sometimes when you win the coin toss, you don't win on the opening possession, do you? Because you make bad decisions, Eric. Yeah. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Uh, we mentioned some Mountain West stuff in there with Utah State. Now, they did not play on Saturday, but there is a makeup game that has now been scheduled. Utah State will host San Jose coming up on February 3rd. It's a makeup game from earlier in the year. And so Utah State, ha- uh, let's see, they host San Diego State on Wednesday. They travel to Reno to take on Nevada on Saturday. And then they have three games in a row at home. That's the good news. The bad news is this. Uh, so Air Force is on Tuesday. San Jose State is on Thursday. UNLV is on Saturday. So you, you play Saturday, month, uh, Saturday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. It's a lot of games in a short amount of yeah, time. That's... Thankfully, most of those are at home. Yeah. But great opportunity for Utah State to get back on track. Tough one on Wednesday night, but after that, they should be they should be able to beat all of these yeah. teams coming up. Should, should, should's the key word. The yes. basketball gods would say otherwise, but they should. Yes, should is get the key some word. momentum going into February, or I'm sorry, going into March. Get some momentum going into the conference tournament in Vegas. This helps them do that. 9952, I, I love what he says. That schedule preps Aggies for a Mount West Conference. It does. 
Yeah, that's true. It puts a you a lot of games in a short amount of time. Yeah. Against good teams, some good teams, but it's just I mean, look, where right now the Aggies are not considered a good team in the Mountain West Conference based on record. In the eyes, they're the best one of five team in the country. There's still a top seventy-five oh, net yeah. because they're playing really good teams. I mean, and you're they're not getting blown out. No, they're losing by one, two, within a five. possession. Gal, yeah. One. I mean, this little get... time off that they had, not having a game on Saturday, could have been could be huge. Yes. Big. Yep. Sure. Uh, let's find out what else is going on in the Mountain West this week in the Mountain West coming up next, and uh, some additional thoughts about what's going on this weekend. This is your Mountain West Basketball Update with Matt and Everett. Saturday night featured four games total around the Mountain West and included the second win of the week for Boise State. Following Thursday's 62-59 win over Utah State, their weekend decision featured the 12th win in a row for the Broncos. It was over San Diego State by a score of 42-37. Leon Rice's squad hasn't lost since November 30th. Shaver behind a Degenhardt screen, 10 to shoot. Shaver, step back, three, got it! That's Bob Beeler on Learfield. Saturday began with an all-Colorado matchup at the Air Force Academy. After the Falcons defeated UNLV at home on Thursday, Colorado State improved to 15-1 on the year with a 73-53 win over Air Force thanks to Isaiah Stevens' game-high 18 points and David Roddy's 14.9 rebound performance. Brian Roth had the call on Learfield. Four court, Roddy down the lane. Dunk! Watch out! UNLV won their 11th game of the year with a 70-62 home victory over San Jose State and yet another 30-point scoring output from Bryce Hamilton, who became the first Rebel with back-to-back 30-plus-point games since 2002. Graham E.K. led the high-scoring offense in a 93-91 win for Wyoming over New Mexico in a game that featured eight double-digit scores and a combined four 20-point scores. With the victory, the Cowboys moved to 15-2 on the year and remained perfect in conference play, second only to Boise State atop the Mountain West standings. And on Friday in Reno, the Nevada Wolfpack outlasted Fresno State as preseason conference player of the year Grant Sherfield paced all Nevada scores with 17 points, including three of seven from beyond the arc. John Ramey called this one on Learfield to close out the first half. Floater off the backboard, no. Rebound with four seconds. Cambridge in midcourt, two seconds. Sherfield ahead of the horn. Oh, baby. And that's your Mountain West basketball update. I'm Matt Neverin. It's that first kiss, that moment in time. It's that look in her eye when you get the first sign. We make it personal, you know when it's real. Something for everyone, you know how you feel. Jarrett's fine jewelry. Make it special, make it Jarrett's. What's more important than sleep? Granted, some things are, but not many. This is Ryan at My Mattress, and here we offer the best solution to better sleep, a better mattress. IntelliBed, the gel mattress, cradles your hips and shoulders while providing the best back support possible. Or come in and choose a Tempur-Pedic that boasts 93% of their owners love their bed. My Mattress, offering the best sleep possible by the South Walmart. 
Winter is upon us, which is the best reason to have a clean and healthy home. This is Daryl with Chem Dry of Northern Utah. Let us come and make your carpets, rugs and upholstery and hardwood as clean as it can be. Platinum certified with the Carpet and Rug Institute and Indoor Air Quality Association. Chem Dry's hot carbonation and quick dry times will leave your homes healthy and ready to combat the cold and flu season. We're a company that you can trust. Call Chem Dry of Northern Utah. Chem Dry of Northern Utah. Chem Dry of Northern Utah. 435-752-6100. Talking the sports you care about. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Eric France and Andre Salveson here on the Full Court Press, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. 106.9 The Fan mobile app, streaming on 106.9thefan.com. 435-339-0321 if you want to weigh in on the Guild Mortgage text line. Uh, surprises right now at this point in the Mountain West? Yeah, Wyoming. Dude, actually, you know what? All, okay, for, I mean, even recently, Boise State. Dude, we talked about how brutal that schedule was, Eric. They haven't lost a game. Yeah, they rolled right through it. <laughs> they didn't lose a game out of that whole thing. How incredible that is. Now they get Wyoming at home in a massive matchup, and then Wyoming gets the favorite return when they go to Wyoming, Boise State does, next week, February yeah, the 3rd. the makeup game. Oh, boy. Yeah, Boise State undefeated on top, uh, 6-0. Wyoming is 4-0. Colorado State's 5-1. They that that San Diego State game was their only loss all year. So they're ranked in the coaches' poll but not in the AP poll. Wow. Just weird. Uh, Boise State and Wyoming are both getting votes. Um, San Diego State's still a very solid team. Yeah. Nevada... I don't know about Nevada just yet. They're three and two in conference play, and so is Fresno. Nevada just beat Fresno. Kind of a rivalry game for them, but um, this is a tough week this week for USU with San Diego State and Nevada coming to town. Well, sorry, San Diego State here, Nevada in Reno. Uh, Nevada is at one twenty in the net. They've been moving up. Uh, but as I said earlier, Utah State at 71. They really haven't dropped very much. I uh, It's going to be a big week coming up. Next week's going to be some big games as well. There's just really no day off for any kind of a team. There's not a day off for you. No. That's that's the hard part. Hey, uh, Eric. Um, I was doing some looking upping. And... I don't know the last time Utah State lost their first conference game at home. Like, their first home conference game that they had. And I would have to say it's been... You don't know the last time Utah State lost their first conference game at home? No. Okay, Eric. I don't know when the last time that in Utah State's first home conference game they lost. 
Does that make sense? Their their home conference opener? Yes. That's what I just said. Do I have okay. to explain it to you like I'm a five-year-old? Yes, sometimes I need that. No. Yes. Eric, this, we go back, actually, let's see here. Boise stayed at home. Never mind. Let's go back to Tim Durier. Call that guy sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Man, like anything I look at, I'm like, when's the last time we, oh, Tim Durier. Every time I, something this bad happened, Tim, oh, Tim Durier. Durier. <laughs> like seriously, every I look at it's Tim Durier. <laughs> I saw him at the uh, the Boise State game the other night. I was gonna go over and say hi to him. Uh, I didn't dare though, but uh, we we waved at each other. He said hello, and I just said hi, and that was it. But uh, I'm glad he's having success at Boise State. I'm happy for him because I know he's been through a lot. So yeah, we heard on the clips there. A couple teams with some players that really came through in the clutch made some big shots for them to help them win games. Yeah. That just I feel like Utah State just doesn't have that right now. Um they've been they've been close in all of these games. They just haven't had somebody that can provide that sure offense when you absolutely need it. Yeah, we don't have anybody like that. In There's fact, sometimes Justin has been able to do that, but he's not consistent. He takes some tough shots too, man. Yeah, but I, I mean, it's been hard. He's getting double, triple team. Everyone's just kind of gunning at they him, right? He's the focus. He is. Hey, let me ask you. Mountain West Conference player, like your your first team is going to be really tough to pick. If you had to pick a first team, what is it looking like in the Mountain West Conference? Ooh, um, David Roddy. Yes. Absolutely has to be there. Um, I have to put Shaver on there. Uh, Robinson. Orlando. Fresno. Yeah. Do they do it by position, or is it just the top five? Just top five, I think. I don't know. I don't think they do position. Um, I was probably E.K. Graham. Yeah, EK's he's leads the conference I'm in points and rebounds I, right would now. Would I give him the nod or Hunter Maldonado? Somebody from Wyoming needs to be on there as good as they've been. Mm. And then I, I think you have to put Justin Bean on there. Maybe we're too close to the trees here, but I mean, he's a double-double machine. He impacts the game. I think he deserves to be on that list, but where they currently are in the standings – He's going to get overlooked. He might get overlooked. So I would go. So I don't. I don't know anybody from. I didn't name anybody from San Diego State. I probably should. I go Shaver. I'd go Sherfield. Mm, yeah. I go Roddy. Definitely Roddy's on that list. I go EK. Oh, man. Who's that big man for San Diego State? Oh, what about a key jab? No? Uh, I don't know. You thinking about Nathan Mensah? Yeah. He's averaging eight points, eight boards a game. Looking up their stats right now. I just Matt don't know Bradley's how you. I'm just trying to find a way, like, and I'm trying to do it so make sure I'm not unbiased. But I'm trying to find a way to leave leave off Justin Bean, and I don't have one. I think Justin Bean has got to play. 
<clears throat> or is he not going to play? He's got to be on that team. Uh, wow. Yeah. But look, we're we're late January. There's still going to be some guys that are kind of emerge. And there's still time for Justin to and the rest of this team to kind of come together. And I believe they can. I think that this time off has been really important for them for some self-evaluation, to get more time in the gym, to work on things as a team, to figure out, hey, if, if we're in a clutch situation and we need a bucket, we know we can go to these three or four sets and get a bucket. Do they have that? Does this team have certain sets that they know they can go to and get a bucket Yeah, if they have to? And then run it I like just crazy. Run, yeah. Run your scout team, throw everything at them, make sure they know how to get points when you absolutely have to. I don't I don't know. I don't think you, they don't right now. And I don't know if anybody can emerge to be that guy that can get that quality clutch bucket. Ryland has done some of that. I don't know if that's Ryan, uh, uh, Stephen Ashworth who emerges to do that. If it's I don't know. more just Justin figuring that out, taking smarter shots. Barstow and the way he's developing, does he take that next step? I don't know. Could be Horvath. Hopefully we get Adelrock, the Adelrock that we saw against Boise. I hope we see more of him. But this is an important week for Utah State to fine-tune all that because it, it's a big time to pick up some wins coming up the next week. That's going to do it for us tonight. Have a great night, everybody.